This is episode 42 of the Auto What Podcast. My name is Keegan Hahn. With me is Aman Bashir, Rob Attrell, and our guest, comedian Colin Giles. Hey! How's it going? <laughs> uh, it's great to have you, Colin. We're, we're really excited uh, to have you on. I always, my favorite guests are always actors and comedians because they're, yeah. they're fun to hang out with and bounce stuff off back and forth. So no pressure, Colin. Yeah, yeah exactly. This will be an hour <laughs> of your disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we start the show, I have something to say. Uh, Colin, you've listened to the podcast, so you probably know where I'm taking this. Uh, I, I think I do, Mom. All right. Well, uh, it's called uh, an assessment of sorts. What is uh, it? Uh, an assessment of sorts. It's called an assessment of sorts? Yes. It's not like you said it's called assessment, like a apostrophe. And an assessment. I'm, I'm going to ask Start all over. Gonna Going <laughs> to nope. do assessment. I'm continuing to what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> So, I'm going to ask you to assess Keegan's opening, including him flubbing on my name. No, oh, I man. almost said Amonitrell, but... <laughs> that makes you worse. So, <laughs> scale of 1 to 10 with some... Oh, uh, uh, well. I mean, everyone... It always seems that everyone wants to go for the 8 out of 10. I noticed that. It is yeah. safe. Yeah, that's the safe one. And you know what? I'm going to go with... Um, a 7.9. Wow. Okay. Um, now, I've got to introduce one thing that mm-hmm. might change your rating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Colin. Yes. You write for Ottawa. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> was that, was oh, that's that, true. I forgot. Was that mentioned at all in the intro? No, right? <laughs> oh, was not. no, oh, it's I not. Sorry, so, you know, take that Col- into account. Colin's so a comedian first. True. Ottawa he writer. He's far, far. That's true. He's, he's both. He's both, if I can yeah, be honest I, with you. I mean, so, it's, it, it's, it combines... So I, Many I, things it does. being a comedian. It, it, so it, it can, does. That's true. It's, it's true. I think yeah. a zero is, is apt right now I, at I this point. It, I think it is. So just out of curiosity, You know what? Change? Changed it. It's, I think I'm going to have to go with a straight four. Okay. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Almost, I like that. Just, all right. All right. Just so I can start this podcast off with a bit of tension. <laughs> a tradition, a yeah. long-standing tradition. Yeah. That's, that's the best tradition. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I didn't want to influence your your decision. No, you not at all. You absolutely did. did. <laughs> I didn't mean to. That was not my intent. Um. Well, yeah. Well. No, anyway. good. Thanks for that. All right. And, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go. Thanks for the good. intro. <laughs> uh, we also have some beer here. Yeah, we do. Uh, let me tell you a bit about it. So this beer is from Grand River Brewing, which I'm told is out of Cambridge, Ontario. It is. Uh, it's called the Russian Gun Imperial Stout. And uh, apparently they just call it Gun. Uh, so it's named after the Queen's Square Cannon that sits downtown Galt, Cambridge. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this is a dark beer. Uh, pours deep brown, nearly black. Uh, apparently there's... It is black. Hints of caramel, dried fruit, coffee, and molasses. What do you guys think? Yeah. Tasty. I like stouts. You say it's a Russian stout, but it talks about the queen? Russian gun. It's named after a cannon. The queen's. I think it's queen's, like, not queen apostrophe S, but like, oh, maybe it is queen apostrophe S. In Kingston? In, uh, apparently it's in Cambridge. (laughs) I didn't do any research on this cannon. No, after a cannon. So we now know Russia has the lamest terms for their guns. Or this is like an English gun 
that was meant to defeat the Russians. Or, oh, who knows? Okay. I'm yeah. just speculating here. Maybe it was an insult for a crappy gun. Oh, God, give him the yeah. Russian gun. Yeah, <laughs> it's just a stick. So there, this is from the Crimean War. I'm told. Uh, Topical. Were, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. 1856. Uh, the Russians evacuated this city that was being held by Britain, France, and the Ottoman uh, Empire. And then, so the Russians destroyed this city, this fort, and then they evacuated, but they didn't take their cannons. And so, apparently, they, they ended up winning the war because they wanted these cannons to be spread around. So that's what they did. And one of them is is in Cambridge. Hmm. All right. There well, you go. There's your little history lesson. Cambridge, Ontario. Yep. Okay. Came on Canada to collect cannons. Yep. <laughs> old, old cannons that probably don't work. Yeah, anymore. that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's where our military spending goes. Yeah, like, buying stuff for museums. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, it's a strong beer. Yeah, it's caramelly. Like it. uh, yeah, it's it's sweetish. It says it's nine percent. Holy oh, yeah? lord! Well, we're wow. drinking two bottles of it. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. There so. you go. Larger bottles, not just like small, like yeah. <laughs> single serves. <laughs> I notice a lot of craft beer has always, well, for the most part, has a high alcohol content. Mm, yeah, sure. Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's Boza has six percent. I'm. I might be lying. Some uh, some of the Boza some, brews do. Yeah, yeah, totally. I've seen that too. Like yeah. Craft beers being. Well, I I'd like to think it's because uh, craft beer, at least based on the tours that I've gone to. They're, it's meant to be enjoyed, right? Not slammed okay. down. Versus like MGD oh, okay. or, or, or right. Bud. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Buy a 2-4 mm-hmm. of that and go camping or something. Exactly. Right? But yeah, you, you don't want a 2-4 of this. <laughs> no. <laughs> right? Exactly. But, uh, yeah. So just to point out, I've done a bit of research now in the intervening 15 seconds. Uh, the, the bottle on the website says that it's 8%. The bottle itself. The text on the website says that it's 9%. The bottle we have in front of us says 8.5%. So it's a strong beer, but they're not clear on what percent get alcohol it, it is. Get it together, <laughs> Russian gun. Crazy <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Russians God. from Cambridge. Yeah. Um, we should send them a letter. We should. <laughs> yeah. We but, need to get in the habit of sending maybe more letters. An email. If I can say so. Oh, well, I guess. Yeah. Less but, postage. But Colin, you enjoy craft beer. <laughs> Excuse me, we were not done. <laughs> Sorry, to, uh, heated conversation. Sorry to derail this. Yeah, yeah. Derail this meeting. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Uh, can you tell us about the the kind of craft beers that you you like? Maybe um, I'm not a big beer drinker. No, oh, I'm shoot. not trying, and I'm not trying to derail this part. Of the conversation. <laughs> uh, but I do, I do like uh, to drink Bose. I'm kind of, uh, I'm in kind of reacquainting myself with uh, craft. Well, beer in general, because mm-hmm. I stopped for a period of time, no particular reason. Just thought I'd take a break. Too many. Uh, Shots of Goldschlager and oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll uh, be Molson Canadian. Nice. Being 18 is great. Yeah. And uh, no, I've, I enjoy bows a lot. Uh, that's usually my go-to when I'm going out with friends. Or I'll uh, I'll have a sea muscle. I really like a, a, bottle, of, mm-hmm. a bottle of sea muscle. I don't know. I find that a, I prefer a bottle over a pint. You do? Yeah. I don't know. That's, that seems like It does awesome. taste... Oh, why? You're a, yeah. you're a pine drinker? I like the feel of the bottle. Like, I like the feel. It feels cooler okay. drinking out of a bottle. Yeah. I, I think I like the taste coming out of a keg, and I don't know why. I think so, too. What? Yeah, okay. I you think so, too? We're, we're 50-50 here. You're we're drinking split. out of a keg? 
Well, no, I mean, out of a tap. Oh, I see. Into yeah. a pint glass. Yes. What made it sound like you're like drinking out of a barrel. So you enjoy <laughs> <laughs> You enjoy your bottles. Colin. I enjoy a bottle of sea whistle. Not uh, like not like Bose. I'd rather I'll have a pint of Bose <laughs> over a bottle. Sure. But I will have a bottle of steam whistle over a pint. That's fair. Okay. Yeah. Have, have, what, what kind of bows are we talking about? Is this just like the standard lug tread? Oh, uh, the lug tread, yeah. I can't. I'm not a fan of stout. All right. I'm not a really big stout person. Interesting. Uh, have you ever gone on a brewery tour? I went to the Steam Whistle Brewery tour you, a few times. You did in Toronto. I right? did, yeah. My dad lives in Toronto, so I, I, I haven't been there in a few years. Uh, but it, uh, I, I went uh, a few years back, and I had a great time. It's yeah. Yeah. really, there. It, I don't know. I wouldn't uh, disagree with uh, going on a beer tour that gives you free beer. Yeah, that's well, cool. of course. They're very liberal with their samples. Sure, <laughs> no one. I, I wonder if they get, and that, that's the thing. I wonder if anyone would complain about that. That's like true. maybe someone like like some couple who are just visiting, and the husband is like, "Let's go on a beer tour, honey," and the the wife just goes, "Ah." And then they just go anyway, and then the husband drinks too much because it's like beer, and then she just complains to the steam whistle brewery after. <laughs> you gave like, him too much. You gave my husband too much beer. <laughs> now we can't go to Aladdin the musical tonight. Start Bret Hart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. <laughs> or the aquarium across the street. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All those romantic. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, I tried to go to the uh, Sea Whistle Brewery once, but uh, it like I went like in the early morning. And they're like, "Yeah, we're booked all day." I was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." <laughs> but yeah, it's, ahead there. it's apparently yeah, brewery tours. It's apparently a very yeah. popular uh, tour. It's in a pr- pretty prime real estate in right. Toronto. Well, like it's right beside the CN Tower and the Ripley's, believe it or not, aquarium and mm-hmm. the train museum. <laughs> A oh, yeah, favorite that's stop. Right. <laughs> that's where I have to go museum. because I couldn't get into the tour. There you go. Do you have your time driving no, the train? Not at all. I, I looked at it. I stepped in one, and then okay. I'm like, and then I walked into this room, and I saw a girl. Uh, and she was she's collecting money. It was like a ten dollar thing. Okay. And you know the the episode of the Sis- the Simpsons where Bart works in a burlesque house. Yeah. And yes. Abe Simpson just comes in, sees Bart, puts like takes off his hat, puts his hat back on. That's exactly what I did. I like whistled my way back out. I'm like, all right, I'm not coming in. Like, no thanks. I like the idea of a museum. It was if it, oh, the train museum. Yeah. If it was free, train I would assume yeah. all of their train whistles are steam whistle train whistles though, because I know oh, yeah. that you get. I don't know if you had to buy them, but one of my friends has a steam whistle train whistle. Oh, oh I've seen those. Yeah, square. it's like yeah. wood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's wood. And That's cool. That's yeah, so I don't know. Is that, I mean, is that like, do they supply? Like, do they? That's good synergy. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> huh. And the museum was dry, I imagine. Yeah. Well, what I saw. They don't serve booze of that, no. that museum. Oh, that yeah. Particular Sorry. That That's a drive? missed opportunity. Morning ruins. a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah. I have a affili- an affiliation with Steam Whistle. Yeah. It all counts. I went to the Keith's Brewery Tour in Nova Scotia. Okay. And it was the same thing. They give you, or they give you some some beer, but we had for some reason we split up into two groups. So like our friends went before us, and we saw them as they were coming out. Yeah, and they were like, they gave us like the lowdown on how to maximize how much beer we got. So they're like, when you hit this part, you have to like drink your first one as fast as you can, and then they'll give you a refill, and then drink that one, 
and then go to another room to get your third. Like they had like it all planned out. There's a technique. Yeah, that's interesting. It was really weird. It was like oddly coordinated, too coordinated. <laughs> I've I've never been to like a mass uh, production like brewery. I guess so, like Keith's or Steamboat. Right. I've been to a few yeah. craft ones. Okay, uh, and like that's where you know. I guess sometime, uh, one time I was at Mill Street, and uh, when I went on that tour, the the brewer was taking too long or something like that, so they just gave us a bunch of refills, which was kind of cool. Okay. Uh, so it's just like, yeah, just drink whatever. <laughs> nice. But uh, Keegan and I uh, went to, uh, I guess, a series of, uh, of breweries through a tour. What was it, Brew Donkey or something like that? Yeah. They, they put on some tours. And, just um, me and Amon. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, in New yeah, Hampshire, we had other people, and it was, in, it was in Ottawa. <laughs> Everything he's saying is a lie. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the first one we went to was, I think, it was the first one was Ashton, uh, Ashton Brewing Company, and I enjoy their beer. They serve uh, uh, quins and patties on bank, and like it's it's great. I've enjoyed it for for a couple of years now. But in my glass, which is so, sort of similar to the sample glasses we have here, there was literally like a portion of another glass, like it was just a broken piece of glass oh. sticking up. And I had no idea. It was kind of wedged in there. And yeah. I'm drinking, and then uh, and I noticed it. And Keegan's first thing was, instead of being concerned of, hey, there's glass in your beer, he's like, you're just noticing that now? <laughs> I'm like, what? Hey, you drank like half of it. It's true, but still, no concern. But yeah, no, it was, uh, it was kind of a weird thing. Yeah. But anyway, that's the story. Can, can I share one more anecdote? All right. I'm reading more about this on this website. Oh, not, get no, off no, no, it, listen, no. Bring it back, Rob. You want to hear this? So on the Grand River Brewing website, this, this, they linked to that other article that talked more about the canon, but on the actual Grand River Brewing website, yeah. it says, in 1856, to celebrate the victory, during Victoria Day, the cannon was fired at noon. Stay with me. Okay. The men firing the cannon successfully fired three shots. However, during the fourth, the powder prematurely exploded, killing both men charring their upper bodies beyond human recognition and dismembering the arms and hands of both men, two children were lightly scratched. We have crafted the Russian gun to commemorate this local tragedy, oh taking the God. recipe from an old English recipe dating back to the early colonial times. What? <laughs> Russian gun. That's amazing. <laughs> I don't know if I want to drink this beer. <laughs> I guess it's commemorating, yeah. so it's good. But... It doesn't say celebrating local tragedy. No, I guess, but... It's so yeah. strange to have on the website, though. It's dangerously close to celebrating. It is. Commemorating. Yeah. That's weird. Well, I mean, it does make sense for their tagline. Russian gun, celebrate our beer because we killed people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That is on a label. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. What? It's almost like a Trojan horse because this was a Russian cannon. They brought it back. To Cambridge, and it ended up it killing was, people. It was faulty. Conspiracy. Yeah. Russian conspiracy. <laughs> From 150 years Man, ago. You better be careful. They're still, <laughs> they're still at it. That's the definition of a long game. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a long gun. Cool. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Yeah. Colin, when you hear the, the term comedian, it can cover such a wide uh, range of things. Can you tell us kind of what you do as a comedian? Uh, well, I mean... Right now, what I do um, is uh, I'm an improviser. Um, I'm in two improv troops uh, within the downtown core. Not that we wouldn't ex- uh, yeah, you go don't, anywhere uh, else. No, no not, bar that we not that we were exclusively downtown <laughs> right. or perform exclusively. Um, Hall of Justice and uh, Experimental Farm Theater Improv, uh, by the way. Right. Um, no, so I mean, I'm, I'm a comedian in the sense that I, I'm an improviser, and I mean, 
writing with you guys. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a joke writer. Um, yeah, like I mean, and I act as well. Like I, I don't know. Like for me, it's like yeah, like what you were saying earlier. Com- comedian is such a I don't know, such a small term. Like it's really yeah. like it's su- it's such a or it's, it really is a broader term because. Yeah. It can mean so many things, and there are so many different types of of comedians. I mean, t- to me, a comedian really would mean like kind of a stand up. I guess right. maybe yeah. just because I I always think of like a stand up comedian because no one ever says like I'm an improv comedian, right? Or yeah, I'm like point. like a joke writer comedian. Although, writer <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. that sure. Yeah. Uh, and so, what maybe can you tell us a bit about what? kind of led you to pursuing comedy as a, a career? Um, mass self-delusion. <laughs> uh, that helps. <laughs> yeah. Um, je- when I was, I've been into comedy since I was a, like a kid. Like, I mean, I know some people just enjoy comedy, um, just watching it and then enjoying it uh, in a recreational aspect. And uh, I've been, I, I mean, I've been, I guess performing since I was a a kid, like I, I've seen early videos of myself acting ridiculous and being an attention hog. (laughs) Probably do because I was an only child, and (laughs) when I was around other kids and parents were focusing on them, I went, "Why? Why not me? Why not me?" (laughs) I don't get it. I don't understand. Um. Uh. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought. What was the we're talking about how you got to comedy. Yes, yes. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. So you watch videos in yourself. Well, you yeah, watch videos, and um, I like I was it, when I was a teenager. My friends and I uh, would like every Friday we would always go to my buddy's place, and we would r- write loosely, loose term, write um, <laughs> and uh, record uh, sketch sketches, and we'd have our own little sketch show that we would. Um, show exclu- like exclusively to our friends because if anyone else right. saw it, we would be sent to a, an institution <laughs> because there was uh, it. It didn't make any. It made sense. <laughs> it made sense, but it was it was bon- we were bonkers. We we we, we wouldn't really necessarily. We weren't very. We wouldn't edit. Right. And oh. in the sense that, like, we, we would edit the sketches, like, oh, my buddy would, once we had recorded everything, and we would, uh, we would, uh, edit that, uh, we would, like, cut? Yeah, we would yeah. cut that, and then, um, and then after that, we would, we would just show it to all our friends, and it was, <laughs> they thought it was funny because of how ridiculous we were being, and and like like why are you why are you even doing this this doesn't you this doesn't make any sense at all um and then through that i i thought why not try this maybe as a as a profession mm-hmm. um which is kind of where the greater self delusion came along okay and uh no and, and i say that but i i am i am proud of where where i've gone mm-hmm. through and and the education of Seat, seat. Um, yeah, so I went. I went through that. I went to Algonquin and uh, for theater, and then after that, a graduate certificate in script writing. 
Oh, cool. Oh. And yeah, so that's kind of where I am. Kind of where I am now. I've been uh, I've been out of school for a few years and uh, just doing as much. I took a little bit of a break after school, and um, then I kind of started kicking into gear, realizing that I wasn't going to get a job in comedy if I if I was just sitting around at home hanging out with right. <laughs> and uh yeah kind of that's where i am at this point i'm just improvising getting as much content out there as i possibly can right so and after cool. after graduating uh what was the first step towards you know working at either making a career or an event or just taking a taking a putting your foot in the water for example like what what was the first sort of step that you took um, I would say that, uh, well, before I was in, even, even went to, uh, college, I think it was, um, post, like I, I'd taken a year about like s- seven months, not, I took seven months off after high school because I had to go back for a semester. So right. I say I took seven months off, to, <laughs> but on a technical aspect, yeah. <laughs> sure. yeah, um, uh, so through that, I got through the uh, Ottawa Youth Infringement Festival. Yeah, uh, which is an annual uh, theater festival for um, kids, uh, youth between the ages of fifteen and twenty-five. And I had gotten through that through a friend uh, asking me if I wanted to audition. Yeah. So through that, I auditioned and I acted in a play that year, and I really enjoyed it. And then the following year, uh, I noticed that auditions because it's a theater fe- annual theater festival and uh through that i went i kept doing it every year and i really i really started to enjoy it and uh and then i i thought i was writing comedy um not a lot um i would just kind of write little like bits here and there to myself and i thought it would be a good i thought it'd be a fun idea um to write for the uh, for youth infringement because they had asked uh they always ask for submissions it, like it's entirely run like it's all for uh it's all for like done run by the youth mm-hmm. and uh so weird the youth <laughs> yeah, 24 years old yeah <laughs> um, yeah so i wrote i wrote a few plays for them and i remember writing uh my first play i ever wrote i've only written the two plays since and i remember writing the first play which was like a 15 minute uh mono uh, it was a 15 minute monologue it was a solo uh, solo performance <laughs> okay and it was very stream of conscious from what i remember my writing supervisor <laughs> telling me which was like it was not a it wasn't a backhanded compliment per se but it was like she it was just like you don't want to they didn't want to let you down and She's like, oh, it's it's good, and you know, work a few things out here right. and there. Okay. Um, so then, I, I really enjoyed that experience, and it was very surreal watching. Uh, it's very, it, I should say, it is very surreal watching and uh, listening to people read your your writing, let alone your jokes. Right. Yeah. So right. Like, like for example, like hearing you guys uh, uh, talk about my or mention my <laughs> jokes. It's like super weird to hear. <laughs> sure. It's like it's like I like I love it. It's it's so it, it's such a fun experience. 
But it's just so weird. Our, our goal yeah. is to not make you cringe when you hear us butchering. No, them. that's fine. Really we'll really get there. Enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Actually, We're... cringing is the best part, yeah. so keep it up. <laughs> what was your first experience in, in seeing that? Was it youth infringement writing the script, or did you do it? Did something happen prior? Like for me, it happened in high school. In drama class, I wrote a one act play. Okay. And I saw, like, I was in grade 12 at the time, the grade yeah. 11s acted it out, so I directed it and things. And that was super surreal. But was that the first experience that you had of that? Um, no, I guess uh, in that res- in that respect, I saw uh, I when I earlier when I was mentioning uh, how my friends and I would perform sketches, write and perform sketches for our friends. Sure. I mean, that was really my first taste. But I think it was we didn't take it seriously at all. So I didn't. I don't think I considered it. That's to fine. be, yeah, I didn't really consider that to be like a real, uh, real like experience. To, uh, but when, w- but when like I at you when I wrote that play for those plays for youth infringement, uh, that is really when be, I think it was when other people that weren't my friends, strangers, were right. yeah, like complete yeah. strangers were watching. <laughs> yeah. That's when I went, oh, okay. That's when I started worrying about every single line. And going like, oh, like how are they gonna react to this? Like it's, and what's gonna happen when like this joke comes up? And sure. and I, especially the the following year, I I had written a, a comedy for youth infringement um, called Best Left Best Left Unsaid, which was about um, uh, these two assistants to a politician uh, who were. Um, were set it, it was oh god i'm trying to remember it was so <laughs> terrible it was it was yeah it was two it was a politician who had invited two of his friends or no two of his assistants over for like um like to have a drink in the office to celebrate whatever there was hardly any backstory to it i didn't <laughs> too much campaign or, yeah exactly yeah in a way and then it um and he was the the this official this politician was this fantastic like he was he was the great poly- he was like kind of the jim watson of this of this world and uh, in the sense that he was just the, he was all oh, the, the goody two shoes and he really cared about his city and um which is not a bad thing by the way i love jim watson <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. great keep sure. doing your thing hope the pelvis is okay yeah. and <laughs> and um and then uh, you find out that he orders uh, a prostitute oh, so they can all have a party. I can't believe I really, like, I'm oh surprised that, like, they, not that it was in any way, I'm, it, like, the premise is a bit crass, but I, I didn't, I didn't really, like, I didn't write it to, like, I, I'm just, I'm surprised they, they actually put it through, but people seem to enjoy it, and they, and it was, that was fun because... That there were moments in that um, in that play uh, when I was watching it that got big laughs. Yeah, and that for me, I think, was one of my first experiences getting getting that big laugh. Yeah, killing that in itself was yeah, and (laughs) that was like that was a big high. I was like, holy crap, that was so awesome, and I forgot like any other part of the show that 
people didn't enjoy. I don't think I even cared. I'm so excited that they laughed at that one joke uh, yeah. that I thought was. Funny. Yeah, I had a prostitute so that they could have a party. Like that's the only way. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so conditional. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of Colin's writing, we should get to uh, our new segment. All which, right, uh, Colin contributes to regularly. Yeah. So the new segment is called Classic Ottawa, and uh, it's general jokes around Ottawa, but I think we have one from outside. Thank Let's you see for what's in the move. So in depth. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah it, it made me think should we rename the bit? It's not just Classic Ottawa anymore. <laughs> it's it's most Let's talk about it offline, because that doesn't need to be recorded. <laughs> Let's so, talk about it right now. So, first joke. No? First news. First. Joke? News segment? News. Let's keep going. News segment. In the news. The O Train. (laughs) You're really killing this. The O Train finally launched a new expansion to the Trillium line on Monday with more trains and promises of better service. However, signaling glitches the morning of the launch have led to a complete shutdown of the O Train at least from Tuesday and Wednesday of this week. Uh, transportation experts estimate that it will take all of one bus to provide service to the city's several O-Train customers. <laughs> I still wonder that's who just, uses the O-Train. just true. <laughs> I didn't realize they expanded it. I, 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 for, yeah, I didn't realize they expanded I'm it. Hazy on I think it. it goes a bit more south Is that now? going to connect with LRT? No, LRT's east to west. No, it connects right? in a T, though. Yeah, they're going to... Oh, yeah. sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's going to go under. Because that wouldn't have made any sense. I guess. <laughs> to continue, well, I mean, yeah. you can't just waste the infrastructure that you already have. Like, they're still going to use yeah. it. It's going to be a T, but they're going to make it a capital T. So like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> in. No. Oh, that's a waste. Although the same logic they, applies if it's a so they, normal T. They, from what I understand, the <laughs> expanded service yeah. was they added a couple of new trains, the, the new ones that they're going to be adding to the Confederation line. Right. And, and they say 2017 on the better side. Better service. Like, they come more often because there are more trains. Right. And they're supposed to be, yeah, just nicer trains in general and, yeah, better, better service. Yeah. That that flopped. Yeah. Can we call that a flop? Yeah. I don't know. It was okay. It was just too true, I yeah. think. No, 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 no. That's a joke. It literally... Oh, oh. The oh, launch of the train. It literally Sorry, isn't running right now. There's a bus that's doing the yeah. O train service. Yeah. O train flopped. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Out the gate. Agreed. It'll yeah. pick up. It'll get better. Other news. Uh, Mayor Jim Watson fractured his pelvis this past weekend. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to say this joke. <laughs> while the mayor's office claims that the accident happened while snowmobiling, I think. He was probably just having sex with the O-Train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Come on. <laughs> trying to get a sponsorship here. I mean, it, it, it makes sense, but it's just bad. <laughs> the, the O-Train was late. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> late. <laughs> oh, my uh, God. Let's move on. Off color. The House of Commons will begin acknowledging online petitions for the first time following the next federal election, but it won't be quite as easy as the states which once petitioned the White House to, to build a Death Star. Instead, a Canadian MP will need to back a petition before signatures are gathered, giving voters incentive to elect even more crackpot MPs. Uh, in other local news, After a number of weeks of sub-zero temperatures, the number of calls about frozen pipes in Ottawa has already more than doubled compared to last winter. 
The city recommends keeping your building at or above 8 degrees. I'm looking at you, Ice Hotel. <laughs> <laughs> All the callers to the Ice Hotel. Like, oh, pipes freeze again. That's it. There's a solution to this. Stop existing. <laughs> a BC-based company called National Access Cannabis is opening soon in Hintonburg. The company offers the services of a pharmacist and a physician to help members access medical marijuana with the hopes of someday dispensing the product itself. The founder plans to open two more Ottawa stores by June, the next of which is being uh, scheduled to open at Bank and Gladstone right by these Ottawa studios. Uh, Ottawa studios. In other news... Ottawa is entering the snack business. So if you have any connections for uh, someone uh, that works at Doritos, please email us at mail at ottawapodcast.com. Be helpful. Yeah. In case. Owned by Frito-Lay, I learned. Yes. So, or something. <laughs> See, joke research does pay off. Yep. Yeah. You learned something. <laughs> Ezra Levant has taken to, ground, to crowdfunding to build a news studio for his website, The Rebel following the demise of the Sun News Network. Levant is asking for roughly $40,000 apiece to hire reporters and another $200 billion to construct an oil pipeline that connects to his water heater. <laughs> Both are equally as likely. He loves oil. He loves oil. <laughs> yeah. What that joke is He's honest. outrageous. <laughs> He's a rebel for oil. Can we, can we cheers to the demise of the Sun News Network? Can we do this? <laughs> cheers, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye, Sun News uh, on TV. I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> I'm sure there's a montage already. Yeah. And finally, in non-Ottawa news, Toronto police have closed the case on the mysterious hole discovered in Black Creek Parkland last month after investigators spoke to two young men who confessed to digging the hole. The gentlemen claimed to have dug the hole to use as a man cave and were apologetic at the time of questioning. Police declined pressing charges after discovering a noticeably smaller hole Within the cave, simply entitled Glory. <laughs> oh boy. That was your cue, Steve. That's a weird story, eh? It yeah. is. Because yeah, it, that was super weird. It, it blew up, and then it was just like, oh yeah, they just did it for personal reasons. And then, like, people kept on pressing. Oh, it was part like, of me oh, thinks, it was just I, I, part of me thinks some. <laughs> Some people thought that was ISIS, which is why that got world. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. Part of me thinks that because it, uh, when, when I read that it got international recognition. It got international recognition? Yeah, it got I didn't, international. I didn't even know that. That's, well, that's why oh, they you know. claim, anyway. Mainly from China. They're, like, they're going <laughs> to invade. <laughs> oh, good one. Nice work. Uh, it's weird but my mind the first thing my mind went to was that's exactly what Saddam Hussein did (laughs) (laughs) dig a hole and hide who's hiding in there Uh, uh, make a glory hole apparently they they filled it now so so, like that's the other thing right because here are two two guys who are probably really embarrassed right now that this has even happened yeah Uh, but devastated let's be honest that it takes a lot of work to build and support a whole yeah. underground that uses them as yeah. a man cave. And to see that all go <laughs> to waste. It's a shame. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's kind of a, a waste. Anyway. Well, thanks, Amon. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's, yeah, exactly. All kinds of news. 
Uh, Colin, I'm always uh, amazed by... Um, I, I like to listen to rap music, and I'm always amazed when... I, I straight up don't believe when people freestyle rap. I'm just like, no, not real. It's prepared. It's written. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't believe freestyle <laughs> rap is freestyle? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Just because I can't even imagine... But I, and the level of improvisation that you need to hit, but yeah, uh, and I was I'm gonna say I'm just, I just I disagree with you on that. Yeah, I think I think that I think that some some verses are written right, like, and yeah. then they might what some I I feel like some artists will freestyle something and then maybe kind of quote like they will add in a verse they've been working right, on. Right, yeah. I think it's just a sly... I think I, I do agree that it maybe it's a sly way that they're wor- of workshopping something. Oh, okay. Right. right. That's, that's Sorry, that, that's, that no. sounded like an attack on it, improv at the start. It, it did, no, 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 but no. I, I meant no, to say not, that... Not that I'm thinking that you're attacking improv. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, I thought you were attacking freestyle. No, like, I, oh, I, I, meant just, I meant to say that I, I just like can't get my head around improvising. I was wondering if you could tell us about the, the process of... Because I just asked to understand, like, how you could think of stuff like the so quickly. Yeah. Um. Well, thankfully, um, I, I work with some amazing improvisers, so mm-hmm. they really make my my um roles and improviser look fairly easy. Um, it's so like, and man, I'm I'm really in. I I know I'm in improv, and I I can I do consider myself an improviser, and I, I but I'm still in. <clears throat> pardon me. I'm still in awe, in awe of just improv in general and how um, how we can all come up, like a group of us can all come up with a scene in like in like just a flick of a snap of a snap of a thumb and a finger. <laughs> and snap of, I was gonna snap say flick of a, of a switch and then I snap. Yeah. Like, I don't know how it's gonna work. Too you combine both. That's yeah, like, exactly. Improv. Yeah, improv. <laughs> yeah. Snap, snap, snap. Snap of a hand. I hand. I guess you would say that sounds weird. Yeah, that's snap of your, your, your fingers. Oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. I was, I was like, "There's Here no English word for that." <laughs> yeah, there's no language we do. Improv coming in. So when when you. When you're doing improv, like, there are different kinds of improvisation. Yes. There's stuff like, whose line is it anywhere, where you'll take suggestions from the audience. Is that yeah. kind of what you do, or is there some more of a schedule to it? Well, there are two types of improv. There's short form and long form. So okay. the whose line is in any way, um, that's more of a short form uh, a short form example. Right. Because, um, yeah, what a lot of short forms is uh, playing a game. It's a lot of, I mean, it's all audience participation uh, in, with improv. But... Right. Um, yes. That's yes, how you know it's exactly. improv. Exactly. <laughs> um, but with um, with short form games, uh, it really is um, just playing just a lot. It's it's just playing a lot of games. Okay. Um, so I mean, so when you see on Who's Line, they'll have uh, scenes from a hat. Um, I they can't believe I'm going to hold down. Yeah, the hold down, yeah. the props. And questions um, only. Questions only. Yes. Look at you guys. You have all the yeah. improv games. Drew Carey's wedding. Yeah, Drew Carey's wedding. This a game in itself. They can mean Aisha Tyler. Yeah, I saw them live. Or well, him live yeah. with <clears> one <throat> of them and, uh, and a couple others. Drew Carey and improv all stars. There you okay. go. No, um, and in comparison, uh, kind of what I. 
what I do right now with um, Hall of Hall of Justice um, and Experimental Farm is we delve into the long form. Okay. Uh, more so than short. Uh, I know Hall of Justice, I should say, um, when we have our, when we do our show every month, we normally start off with short form. So we'll play a few games with the audience. His short form, it's nice to get the audience warmed up. Right. Because when you're in a long form, um, long forms can get it's really about, I mean, trust not only for uh, the improvisers themselves as a team, but also for the audience because mm-hmm. we're really, like, we got you for 45 minutes to an hour um, and, like, you got to stick with us. It's going to get super <laughs> friggin' weird and sometimes, like, it may seem like we're, ju- we're just trying to figure, it's just figuring this entire like an entire show right. up in a span of an hour. Well, right. I'm trying to do it on the spot. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Doing it on the spot. Um, well, to to that, how much preparation goes into that? Because there, there needs to be some. I yeah, mean, oh, of there course. There needs to be some level of structure yeah. in long-form improv in order for it to come together. Well, even in, in short-form in short form as well, I mean, I... In, I, I feel like certain people may believe that with improv you don't necessarily need to rehearse because you're all just you're just improvising. Yeah. But it, it, it's quite the opposite that we do we rehearse all the time and and not necessarily with with Hall of Justice we um, every month we have a theme. So um, for example, this month we are going to be improvising a long form pirate uh, show. Oh, okay. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So um, so well, uh, last month we did um, westerns. So we improvised a western show, um, and that was that was probably one of our. Personally, I I enjoyed it a, a hell of a lot, and I, the audience seemed to as well. And but uh, back to rehearsing, uh, we we need to rehearse it rehearse as as much as possible, um, really, so we can as a team, um, kind of get an understanding of um, each other's uh, like how we work as how we work as individuals. Yeah. Um, and just kind of practice and pra- practice as much as you can. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so then when you're on that stage and you're getting that, um, that suggestion for the first time, sure. you'll have the, you'll have the practice to be able to, and the and the knowledge to to be re- to be prepared and go okay this is where we're gonna go with this like so it's just mm-hmm. a to b to c right. kind of immediately in your head yeah. right. and then you just would yeah. you say it's kind of like athletes like lifting weights between between games like it's it's uh, an exercise that you do to kind of stay yeah stay absolutely that <laughs> it would yeah you're exercising your mind mm. and your your certainly your sense of humor. Um, cause you always have to be, I find like, I'm always thinking, uh, that's the one thing about being a comedian. You're always thinking about, uh, you're just uh, being, you're always observing. You're always thinking about what's funny or in, in, in that way, observing, uh, what's funny about the world or that's in broader (laughs) terms. And, um, I, I, I just really, 
I, it's, I, I love to, I love to be able to rehearse with and practice and exercise my, my mind with, with all of the, with all the improvisers I work with because they're mm-hmm. super, super funny yeah. and they're always really, uh, really good to me. And, um, I'm still, I mean, I'm still an, uh, an amateur in the sense, um, because I've really been, I, I did improv in high school and then I took, I, I, I kind of stopped for about, uh, like maybe five years and then right. I finally kind of, and I finally got back into yeah. it now. That right. makes sense. Uh, so speaking of the people around you, you, you mentioned Hall of Justice, and mm-hmm. you guys are a, sort of a monthly, uh, you're a troupe that is a monthly show. Yeah. EFT, Experimental Farm Theater, mm-hmm. from my understanding, they have multiple sub-troops, is that right? Yeah, so it's, um, Experimental Farm is, uh, similar to Second City in that, yeah, there are true, there are troops within... The whole the system, yeah, sorts. the entire yeah. system. Sure. So um, I'm in uh, catch and release. So I'm in experimental farms catch and release, uh, which is the third troop. Oh, not not that we're ranking it, um, ranking troops, but I mean we're the latest troop to come out of of that facet. Okay. Uh, right now, so yeah, so every show we will have. It's not just our troop performing. Yeah. It's all three troops. Okay. Oh, wow. Right. So, yeah. So, um, we will have... So every show we will have, uh, usually in uh, in order of, like, descending order. So, we'll go from, like, uh, we'll go first, and then um, we'll have uh, Birds of Prey, and there's also Urban Woodsman. They'll switch in and out because they've been around for... Uh, Experiments of Farms have been around for about a little over a year now. Oh, okay. And they've, they're, they're seasoned professionals, so they'll usually... Either one of them will close at the show. They, yeah. they, it depends on, um, it depends on. I mean, I guess who did the show itself. I don't, I don't, I don't really know who the makes the, makes the decisions on that because uh, Chris Hanney and and Danny Elon. If I'm saying her last name right, I'm so sorry, Danny, if I didn't. Um, <laughs> and uh, they they kind of make those decisions and, and run the show there at press. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's yeah. They run. They run experimental farm theater like all the troops. I think. Or? They yeah. They're they're running. They're the head honchos. So oh, okay. they started experimental farm together. Yeah. Um, and they they met the other improvisers around town and and got them together. And now they started performing shows. I think. I believe I don't even I I don't know if I even want to touch it because I I don't know really. Uh, their origin story that well. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, they, they started it, and and I mean, it's grown so much since then. It's been it's been a hell of a hell of a time. Yeah. yeah. Where, where can people go to see improv? Like, are there improv spots around town? Yeah, you know what? There's. Um, I mean, certainly go to. Uh, there, I know there is um, an improv. I, I think I don't think it's exclusive to improvisers themselves. I think there's an improv group on Facebook. I think it's called Ottawa Improv. I just joined it today. Oh, which is oh, why yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so but I know for, I know offhand that um you can go to see I mean there's a lot of great improv I mean downtown not as much in the greater Ottawa area. Um there's I mean ex- like I was saying before there's experimental farm theater. Mm-hmm. There's pr- um especially press which is the sandwich barber we perform. Uh <laughs> it's uh there's Hall of Justice. Um, there's Grimprov, 
And there's a, there's so many other places you can see improv around the yeah. city, and at a reasonable price too. Yeah, because right. we understand that <clears throat> people, uh, you know, it's not uh, it's not always you know you want to go out and have a good time at a reasonable price. That's yeah. Thanks. So right. and I mean it's not always, and you're buying beers, so it's going to cost you a lot. So you know, yep. shipping five bucks and <laughs> you get a good show. It's yeah, pretty good to me. So EFT is at Prest. Where is uh, where is Hall of Justice? Uh, we are located at the Lunenburg. Uh, okay. Lunenburg, oh, yeah. which is on cool. Waller Street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, very the old uh, Minglewoods. Once this is yeah, yeah that's right. Time. Yeah, they got um, I, they got new management at uh, Lunenburg. They've been very good to us. Not that they weren't uh, the previous management was uh, <laughs> before. They were fine. They they acknowledged us. Um, <laughs> Uh, but the, I, I found that the, the new management there now are, are really cool and excited to have us there. Great. And great. Perform. That helps. Yeah, yeah. I'm super pumped about it. Cool. Well, how about we do our own form of improv in a segment Whoa. called Speed Round? <laughs> We've been improvising this whole time. Well, you haven't. No, I used to write down questions. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, did you do this time? No, it's lazy now. Good so now you. I just improvise. Is this is the first week you did. I improvise very poorly. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'll find All right. What? No. No. Nope, nope. I'm going to take away your phone. Uh, Rob, why don't you start the clock? All right, so there's two minutes on the clock. All right. Here we go. Uh, what is your go to improv character? A weird person. All right. <laughs> so weird. No, no. Re- re- quick revise. R- weird personality. I, a weird per- yeah, uh, I'm this the is weird. a great example. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm a great improviser, as you can see. I'm, no, I, I don't, I don't think I have a, um, a, I don't. There's, I don't think there's a certain character I'm playing. I, I'll play, I'll play anything. I'm, I'm I, okay. I usually, I say weird person because normally the character is super, super weird. Okay, uh, that's. Oh, um, best to articulate that. <laughs> have you ever popped somebody else's pimple? Oh, no, no. Nope. All right. No, I don't know if I have. No, it. yeah. Uh, my dad's back pimple when I was a teenager. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Beauty. A lot of work. Uh, what's your best dance move? Uh, the robot because yeah. I can't do anything else, and my robot's not even that great. Uh, it's great. just I don't, I don't dance. <laughs> what movie will you never watch again? Uh, Titanic. Yeah, that's fair. For no particular reason. It's the first movie that came to my head. Right. Have you ever seen Titanic yeah. 2? <laughs> I've seen parts of it. Worth it. It's very ridiculous. So bad. Uh, yeah. Favorite Ottawa restaurant? Uh, <laughs> Lieutenant's Pump. Yeah! Because I've, I've recently been there for their breakfast, and I really... Yeah, it's quite good. Breakfast. Yeah. Uh, what, who's the improv... Comedian you look up to the most? Right now, um, I think it's between Amy Poehler or um, oh no, you know what? No, sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna change that because I don't want to mention an American improviser. They they have enough. I love Amy Poehler, but they have enough fame. Um, True. Um, I would say right now, either I'm sorry that I'm going past the speed. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> but I would say right now. Um, Either I, I certainly admire um, my fellow improvisers, um, Amanda Parker, um, uh, who's just oh, she's so fun. I'm I love the I love the improvisers that I'm 
I love the improvisers that I'm jealous. I'm a little jealous of. Right. Yeah, and that's yeah. how I know I love them. Right. Because I'm like, how are they so funny and so they're so they're so quick right uh, right away and I I'm still like I said I'm still an amateur in this and um, so I I really do appreciate and, and admire um, Amanda and also. Um, Paul, who is a, another improviser uh, of mine, Paul P. Suzuki, right. which that's probably another name I'm flubbing. Um, <laughs> doesn't and, sound real. Doesn't sound, <laughs> sound real. He's a, it's a very, he's a very real it's, person. It's even, Dutch, even. I think. Is, is that right? It is Dutch, Dutch yes. There you go. It is. Um, <laughs> those two, um, although I, having said that, even though I pick favorites, I really do love all the people I with, yeah, to be nice. cheap and angry. Uh, <laughs> boo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's great. Uh, Colin, where can when can people see you? Where or when? Or how? Um, you can see me and many other uh, many other people in either Hall of Justice or Experimental Farm. Uh, Hall of Justice is playing uh, at the Lunenburg the 15th of March. At 8 p.m., uh, we have a show called A Chest Full of Booty. <laughs> booty. A Chest right. Full of Booty. That sounds great. That's, that's yeah. the pirate. It's yeah. our pirate. Yeah, yeah. that's our pirate that's uh, nice. pirate show. And uh, that's $5. So oh, awesome. come on down. And there's craft beer. I don't know if there's Russian gun, though. Probably not, Probably to be not. honest. No. Oh, well, uh, they don't want that. there is Bose. They don't want that lawsuit okay. on there. Yeah, they yeah, don't want that lawsuit. <laughs> Exploding Bo- cannons. Yeah. Bose is a safe bet. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and you can check out Experimental Farm. Um, Experimental Farm has a show March 8th um, at Press. It is for its National Women's Day, mm-hmm. and they're going to have a all-women's show. So they're going to be improvising. Um, I know there's going to be some stand-up and some, I think, some music from oh, what cool. I remember hearing. Yeah, March 8th, and that's I think that's also $5. That's great. Um, but uh, to come see... Uh, the regular experimental farm shows uh, effed up comedy that is on the twelfth of March, which uh, which is also at press and it is five dollars as well. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, Rob, where can they see us? They can see us at uh, ottawapodcast dot com on the internet. They can find us uh, just type in Ottawa in iTunes or in Stitcher Radio, mm-hmm. and uh, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Ottawa. That's oh, do we have a sponsor? Uh, Talk about the. I guess we could talk about it thing. now briefly. We really should open the bit <laughs> in the future. We should future. But yeah, redo the whole thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's it. I always think about it about three quarters of the way yeah. through, and then I'm like, oh yeah, we didn't talk about it. So uh, we are currently being partnered. Uh, we're partnered, affiliated with uh, Audible.com, and so this is an, Audible is uh, an Amazon company that provides audiobooks. So they have 150,000 titles. Uh, and I'm, this is now from memory because I don't have it in front of me. But uh, so basically, they've given us the opportunity to give you guys a free 30 day trial and a free audiobook from audible.com. Uh, so if you go to audible.ottawatpodcast.com, uh, that'll send you to their site and you can sign up for the trial and, and help out our show. We'll, we'll post a link as well yeah. on our website there. Get books yeah. read to you. It's like, free. A, it's like a podcast, but. Both written. Both actual content. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'd like to thank Colin for being on the show and for uh, for doing some writing. Thank you so much for Excellent. having me. Oh, uh, I hope I didn't butcher it too much for you. Guys. Oh, of course not. We had a great time. Uh, I just want you to know. 
you to love me. <laughs> uh, and we also we like to end the show with our guest saying Ottawa, however he uh, wants. So uh, Colin, take it away, and we'll cut it. Uh, for that Jimmy Stewart uh, uh, about on the verge of tears. Uh, oh, 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 what? <laughs>